Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bettle of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 51. We are beyond. We are beyond 50. It is a, it is crazy. Beyond Hawaii. We've come. I've come back to rainy, snowy Vancouver um, with a little bit of a tan. Do you see my tan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, you shouldn't have laid out. I told you not to lay out that long without the stuff on, and you got a little burnt. But uh, <laughs> that's what my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we're back, and uh, and uh, yeah, the, we are on episode fifty-one of the Make Music Income podcast. I'm Stevie B. I'm here with Eric Copeland and of MakeMusicIncome.com, and uh, we are going to chat today uh, about the possibility of not only promoting but perhaps earning money uh, from your music, monetizing your music outside of the uh, the confines, uh, uh, the bubble of music libraries. We're going to look at a few um, uh, a few cases of uh, friends of ours that have uh, that have started to do this, and a few of them have been really successful at it. Um, and I'm curious about your thoughts on on taking this approach and. I don't know. I've, I'm thinking maybe you're setting something up for for next year, and uh, you know, I want to talk through it with you and get your opinion on yeah. it. Um, well, you know, that's what I do with everything, anyway. I do everything with everything. Um, you do everything, even yeah. Every, I mean, Spotify videos, um, all all sorts of other uses, even for my my uh, my stock tunes or my uh, or, or my sync tunes. Yeah. I put them all out and I, I push them and I'm doing some pushing right now. As a matter of fact, I need to look and see how my ad ended up because oh, uh, yeah, I, I just did an ad for one of my my piano songs. I just Christmas songs I just released. I'm going to do another ad this week and I'm just going to keep doing that and try to have some success with that. But yeah, we can talk about all of that stuff. I, I want to explore, you know, the idea of cutting out the middleman, so to speak. Yep. Um, yep. And, and, and doing whatever we can to sort of try to create some uh some income for ourselves that where that it's not getting taxed uh by by people who stand in the way um yeah. uh so we'll get into that but yeah what's going on with you what's uh what's this last week been like oh man it's been good i've been working on holiday music and um i, I some christmas arrangements i've got an idea for a pretty well-known christmas song but it's in my head and i it, it's one of those you know christmas songs there's a thousand arrangements for every christmas song just about um, as I've talked about on this channel, I'm creating a, a, a kind of a an obtuse, more obtuse Christmas record, piano-wise, uh, that I'm getting ready to release here in a, in about a week. And uh, I know it seems late, but I was just going to say, is it is it? It's kind of too late for like Motion Array, yeah. I guess. Or well, no, like I've got some of it up on Motion Array already. <clears throat> um, some of it's out there, and I keep waiting for them to do some kind of Christmas uh, Christmas. Um, request for christmas songs you know right and i'm hoping they will because then that'll urge me to i can get a bunch of stuff in the library really quick because you get them in even yeah, if you right. don't get selected they're in overnight you right. know and uh but i have a few more i'm finishing up that i'll i'll send to them um 
I don't even worry about that. Uh, Christmas comes every single year, like clockwork. It's here. And so (laughs) I don't worry about putting Christmas albums out on Christmas because there'll be another Christmas or thousands, you know, many, many more Christmases that these, these songs will be used. I hope there's thousands of more, more Christmases. I do too. Or at least, (laughs) at least a good, another good 20 or 30 for me. Um, But uh, anyway, Christmas is always, uh, useful so even if you only get a lot of people say oh you got to do christmas in the summer if you don't do christmas in the summer you won't get it out in time for christmas yeah that's true mm. but but there'll be there's next christmas that's and true. everybody next christmas you can push the album again that nobody will have remembered because you won't be pushing it all year so i i love <clears throat> working on christmas music i love working on holiday music i work on it all year round that's cool. and not just christmas holiday music i have an easter album coming out on which most of those songs are already in all the libraries but uh that's a piano album that i have coming out at easter right. and uh I, i've i've had a lot of sales from songs that are patriotic and all sorts of stuff so i believe in holiday music and i i'm working on a lot of holiday music right now i, I like to work when i'm inspired and i'm inspired around this time of year with christmas music you know i'm i'm I, i'm ready for the season we're pulling out decorations and you know planning our christmas time and i also Mm-hmm. have uh, a little break at school during these next uh, not this week and next week but the the week before christmas and after christmas i'm basically um legally off work now i can still go in and get hours if i want to but i'm considering taking that whole week after christmas off if i'm if i'm able mm. and filling it with other work that pays pays me so i don't lose any money but um that's cool Think about doing some client things. I'll talk about some other things I'm thinking about. But I've been doing client things this week. I've really been getting into the Sonokinetic uh, uh, 12 Days of Christmas. Hey, thing. yeah, I just downloaded uh, one of the their freebies that I downloaded. I don't know if, you, if I'm pronouncing the it Vivachi? right. Vivachi, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got that. It's That's pretty cool. Bad. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like I love you know the, the re- idea of doing those like runs. It's kind of it reminds me of the um, the adaptive runs library that uh that project sam has very very yes. useful as i was just gonna say the project sam free orchestra is what it exactly reminds me of you know will you use it to like uh play midi to to do stuff maybe not although there's a brass patch that's not bad but again when you have things like that that you can add in just candy yeah, that, yeah. and it's free you can't be free so what uh, so, so what's you, the deal they give away something free uh uh, it, like they they change it up throughout twelve yeah, days. Or sometimes something. it's like today's thing is a organ, uh, is a is some kind of organ or something. Okay, and it's it's a it's a seventy five percent off uh, deal. So they're all just deals. And the other days was free, and uh, you know I like to just gather all those free string things and I pile them all together. Take BBSO, BBCSO. And then you add on some uh, some some Spitfire stuff you have, and then you add on some Logic string stuff you have for yeah. some close strings, and then you add in something like this to add in more stuff. Suddenly, you have a pretty dang good sounding, uh, you know, orchestral sound with not much money down. Yeah. Um, between the uh, between the labs and BBC S uh, O uh, Discover and uh, yeah. Project Sam's Free Orchestra, you can create some amazing stuff. You really there. can. It's That's like what a, I use. It's a free trifecta now, and, and, right there. Right. Especially if you're like me and you do hybrid type stuff and it's not all, you're not trying to really simulate an orchestra. You're just trying right. to do orchestral things over pop or yes. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, my sync ebook, I had a day. Um, well, 
uh, I had lunch with Mr. Dave Croft the other day, and nice. uh, it's way over on the other side of town. And Dave, we might as well eat breakfast when Dave likes to eat lunch. Uh, but he gets done with his teaching at about eleven, and so we we met for Thai at eleven thirty, and uh, and and then had a nice uh, lunch. But right over near there was a Barnes and Noble, and I had a couple hours before I had to be at work, so. Uh, I, I just went over there and wrote on the ebook, and I realized I'm about in the last section, so I'm really excited for my sync ebook to be done, cool. and uh, that's the next kind of thing I'll have available. Then I'm working on the masterminds; they're filling up. I've got uh, the Hello Composers mastermind is filling up. The I've got a couple now in the uh, Make Music Income mastermind, and I think what I might do with that last week of the year is really do the final push on that to try to start it all in January. And then maybe do some first like one-on-ones with people to just kind of get them ready for what they want to talk about. Yeah. I think it's important. Like last night before we started the second part of my class with my, uh, with my students, I took each one of them into another classroom and we sat down and I just asked each one of them individually, how you doing? How you feeling about this thing? What do you want to accomplish? You know, anything you need from, are you learning? Well, are you, you know, that kind of stuff. A lot of them are like, no one's ever done this before for me. <laughs> I'm like, well, and and that's kind of what I want to do with this mastermind. Before we even get started with it, I want to meet with them privately and find out, okay, what do you want to accomplish with this? And I'll yeah. know going in. That makes a lot of sense. And and what are the best times for you, all that kind of stuff. Uh, the price is disturbingly low. I found out Dave has chastised me for uh, charging too low on my mastermind. So uh, master makemusicincome.com slash mastermind. Uh, if you want to find out more about that. And that's pretty much what I'm working on this week, other than just um, a lot of arrangements going around in my head. And this weekend, I have a really kind of open weekend. My wife is going to be working very long hours for an event. And so I'm just going to be here pounding away on the keyboard <laughs> and, uh, you know, making all the lights blink and, uh, and and doing a bunch of stuff. So That sounds fun. That sounds good. Yeah. Get in, get in that mastermind while uh, the prices are hot, folks. Yeah, because uh, I'm going to stay end that this, way. Uh, this early bird price here pretty soon. Yeah, right. Um, what have you been up to, my friend? Uh, well, the big, the, the big news the was was that, uh, was what I woke up to this morning when I checked my email. Um, I got paid from Artlist, and uh, yeah, I got a nice little uh, Christmas bonus from them. It was pretty much what I expected, which is about half of what I made. Um, last year in terms of the royalties, just because, um, as, as you know, <clears throat> um, split my time between Artlist Originals projects uh, this year and, and then what I sent them um, under their non-exclusive agreement. So, uh, so the downloads and you were also pretty busy with motion array trying to really get well motion. Uh, yeah. Motion array is a whole other discussion. It up. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's it motion rated a lot better this year than it did uh, last year, um, which has been, which is good. Um, but, uh, yeah, so last year I was looking at my royalty payout last year and it was, uh, 16 grand us, which is about mm-hmm. 19 or 20 ish, uh, Canadian. And then, uh, and that's after they taxed it a little bit. So, um, they, there's a little tax credit thing. Um, then, uh, this year after taxes was just under nine grand. So, which is about 11, uh, grand Canadian. Um, so yeah, roughly, you know, about half, um, uh, which makes sense the downloads and so people understand that's a they pay you yearly and you only get one payment per year in december yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. And last year they did it actually right at the end of the year. Um, and they did it early. Uh, they, I was, it wasn't, I didn't expect it until like literally the, the last few days of the year. Um, but it's kind of convenient to have it early because now I can kind of, uh, manage, uh, my taxes and stuff a little bit, uh, before the end of the, the year's up. So that's cool. Um, your new bride is excited for her Christmas present. So <laughs> yeah, she said, no, she's going to get something good. Now I got, now I got to get her something. Uh, no excuses. <laughs> I still actually have not bought her a Christmas present yet. I'm like, oh, we decided this morning what our Christmas presents to each other was. Oh yeah, and it, it's not uh, a secret. It's just no, it's a hot tub. <laughs> it's a, oh, a hot tub. Well, we we had one, and wow. part of it broke, or the cats destroyed it. Uh, so we had to. Um, we're, we're buying the replacement part, which is you know a couple hundred bucks and so we're just going to split that and give each other the hot tub and so christmas morning our plan is be sitting in the hot tub on wow morning down here in florida what do you you don't need a, a hot tub in florida it's like too hot for hot tubs down there isn't well, it Well, not in the winter it's like gosh it's like 60 degrees it's freezing <laughs> i don't know what that means in celsius but <laughs> you should come it up and visit and then you'll 30... know what the real definition of cold is here <laughs> Well, uh, 32 Celsius, 32 Fahrenheit is zero Celsius. So that's all you got to oh, remember. Right. Yeah. We've had this discussion. Yeah. I always, I always yeah. get it messed up in my head. Anyway. Um, Why am I telling you? I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I guess uh, you, 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 you non-Americans are supposed to know all these conversions, you know, I, and all your, your centimeters and your, all your stuff. I just feel like zero freezing zero is really easy. That it makes a lot of sense. It truly does make around sense. The world. Um, <clears throat> what else is new over here? Uh, f working on the trailer course, trying to finish that up before the year is up. That's my goal. Um, and, uh, work so hard on that, that thing. I saw your video last night it was great with, uh, that hard challenge that everybody. Oh did man. Oh yeah. Then, then the, then the November's challenge, man. Wow. What a, pfft. I mean, not very many submissions, uh, but, uh, you know, that the people who did send me something just really, they, everyone blew me away. It was totally crazy. Um, <clears throat> I was really impressed and that was the, that's the grand finale for the year and won't be, uh, yeah. uh, the next live stream will be, um, yeah, first Wednesday of January. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, the, the, the next challenge is really just kind of just to write the tracks that's, that's going to define uh, the next year for you, um, and, and get you motivated. And so it's, it's kind of just like a loose, uh, lightweight challenge. And I want to get as many people involved as possible. We've got a lot of new members in the, in the Academy and, um, man, yeah, I got so much stuff planned for next year. I'm excited, man. We're gonna have to do um, a full episode on just uh, our our thoughts and plans for for the year 2023. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That'll be exciting. Um, what else is yeah. going on here? I can't think of uh, anything other than it's just another uh, one of those. I've already got a video planned. <clears throat> what I'm just like last year. What I'm not going to do this year. Yeah, I was thinking know, of doing what like I, a YouTube video for so, something along those same lines. Yeah, what I've learned uh, or something. I I think, well, and and it's good that we everybody should do it because everybody is different. Yeah. You're different than me, and you know you're gonna you know better now, or at least you don't know if next year is going to be like this year with motion array or artless. You totally. just never know. Totally. And, um, you know, we didn't know last year at this time we thought, Oh, it's going to continue forever. <laughs> and then we, we wake up January one and motion array is completely different for yeah. the rest of the year. And, uh, those watching right now are, are going, ah, I hate you. <laughs> but, uh, Cause there's much consternation about that, but yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, I, I, I certainly didn't think I was going to do as well as I did on Motion Array uh, throughout this year, uh, but uh, it's been great, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. But, um, you know, I, I don't take anything for granted. I, I Like, it, things change all the time, and we, we talk about this all the time. It's just like this whole music licensing stuff. It's all very fluid, and it's subject to, um, to radical changes, and uh, changes can happen really quickly. We could kind of um, transition from talking about what could happen with licensing or what you know has happened with licensing and start talking about what can we do with licensing outside of licensing is that what you're kind of thinking yeah tell me your explanation ask yeah. me your question by the way that you want to ask me well i sort of wanted to ask you like what do you think because i always have it's funny let, let me like rewind a bit here because i had a, like i started a youtube channel um, before I really started focusing on my personal YouTube the production music academy channel, um, where I was uh, was was posting like my my stock tracks with like some you know some some st- uh, some video that I got from like free uh, you know I think it was like Pexels or something like dot com, um, and I was posting these like videos regularly, you know, in the same way that like morning light music does and stuff. Yeah, and and O-Synth like, does that too. Yeah, OSynth does it and like Brian Jig does it. And, yeah. uh, and and there's always been this question. We get this question fairly often is like, is it, is it worth posting your music to YouTube in order to promote um, your your stock catalog? And a lot of these folks that we know, like they'll they'll put the link to their, you know, their Pond5 or their Audio Jungle tracks where you can buy a license for it. And um I've always been of the opinion that it doesn't really move the needle that much just because YouTube yeah, is, is very, very saturated. But um, <clears throat> there is some people that are doing it right and they're doing it uh, and they're making some uh, they're making some income. And and beyond that, they're not even linking back to, uh, but to, are to music they libraries. Doing that because they were already huge on Audio Jungle. I don't know, man. And have been before. <clears throat> no, actually, in fact, I, 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 I want to talk about somebody that just got in touch with me recently, um, who has a YouTube channel, uh, and he, I don't think he's on any licensing sites. He just, he just sells the the licenses through through YouTube only. Um, and then, of course, you also have like, uh, like Lester, who you know was, I don't think any of his success on uh on audio jungle or or any other libraries translated into the into the success that he's had on youtube it's just a totally separate thing um so i i'm i'm curious about the idea of starting not starting a library because i think that like starting an actual library is a lot of work um it's a ton of work and but maybe starting to develop a system that's like a you know a pretty easy way to uh like to to grab a license or to monetize music uh, outside of, of music libraries. Now, we'll we'll talk about a different a few different things like that you could do. But um, one of the first people that I saw that was really doing this effectively was uh, uh, that um, a chef. I don't know how to pronounce his name properly, but I think it's a, a, a Ukrainian dude, Ashamaluev. Okay. Um, he's got this whole like YouTube thing going where it links back to like a Patreon. Um, and basically for signing up to his Patreon, you can get access to his entire catalog and it's all, I think most of it's registered with content ID and he'll just whitelist your channel if you're one of his patrons. 
And um, last I checked, his Patreon was killing it. Like he's making like, you know, I think this was a long time ago too, like five, six grand a month. Because, um, you know, his he's been pumping it out on YouTube for, for, for quite a while now. Uh, and his music's great. His music is Where do they great. get the tracks? What do you mean? Where did like, the users get the tracks? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> they uh, presumably get access to some kind of database. Like maybe maybe it's they like get a, it, yeah, maybe they get access through Patreon. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, so you sign up to be a Patreon, and then you get a link that where you can download all his music and use it, um, yeah. and uh, and then he'll whitelist your channel, I guess. Do uh, they pay a monthly fee? Uh, yeah, they pay a monthly fee through Patreon, right? Yeah, and then and then you get up, you also get fed like updated with new tracks that he puts out. I think he puts out like four, uh, four, you know, maybe a, a track a week or something like that. So um, he's created his own subscription site, basically. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it's really got the it's really got the gears turning in my head because because essentially Lester is doing the same thing. He's yeah. he's he started this web uh, YouTube, um, and you can use his tracks for free. You can download any of his tracks for free and use them in your in your projects, um, and and it's all content ID. And mm-hmm. if you want uh, to uh, you know to bypass. Or you want to monetize your videos and bypass the, the the claim, then you have to pay, and it's it's really that simple. So he's it's a win win for him because he'll get the money from the folks who want to collect ad revenue, and if not, then he'll get some of the ad revenue. Um, but you know, it's like the, it's starting to to do really well for him. I think you know like hmm. the the YouTube channel thing has really got me thinking that like you know maybe is it worth? I mean, it's a lot of extra work, but. Maybe and you it's... think people that are looking for royalty-free music are going to YouTube to look for it? Well, that's the question. Or, or are they finding it in a Google search that you know YouTube is owned by Google? So are they just finding it in a Google search? Here's what well, I had an idea about two weeks ago, and I actually bought it. I don't know if I bought the domain. I think I did, but I was. It was like something like royalty-free holiday music or holiday yeah. music. Uh, uh, you know, something like that. Yeah. And and I thought I'll just put all my holiday music up on this side, and every every year push it a little bit through maybe like uh, a, a Facebook and Instagram or something like that, mm-hmm. and just do a little marketing towards it, and just have my own little side up there. And and it all seems fun, and, and until you actually go, oh, I gotta create a whole site. I gotta put everything up there. How am I gonna deliver it all to? And then I thought, well, I won't deliver it all. I'll just have them go to the site that I want them to go to, whether that's Motion Array or Pond Five or Audio Jungle, probably Audio Jungle. You know, just because uh, I don't know which one. Either it doesn't matter which one they go to, as long as they go and they use it and and they find it. Mm-hmm. But then there is so much SEO you have to do to get people to find it. Um, you know, but when you look at some, but I was trying to cor- say, okay, all I have to do is get them searching for holiday royalty free music. Mm-hmm. And if they do that and they find that, that my site, uh, obviously they'll see Pond5 first and they'll see all the other sites first, but they might find my site and, and find these songs and, and like to use them. And I got nothing, to, it would cost me zero really uh, to just have a site up that then directed them over to my, to my, um, my stock sites mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. to to download it. So that's one thing I was thinking about and I haven't done anything on it. <laughs> I saved a, <laughs> a WordPress name or something, but I, 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 you know, and now we're at December 8th, it's probably not going to be something I do. Although 
I could split it up into sections, like patriotic music, Eastern music, Christmas music, and whatever, because I think that is something that people search for. And if they don't know how to go to a, 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 a Pond 5, they don't even know what Pond 5 is. They just know they need some music for their video, and they do use Google. Maybe you could get you know seen and, and found that way. I but. think I think getting a little bit more uh, you know niche about about it. Like if you're just start, starting like a like sort of a general generalized royalty free music thing on the channel on YouTube, it's going to be hard to um, to make noise. I think, but. Uh, like someone got in touch with me just a couple of days ago. I hope he doesn't mind me uh, bringing him up here on the podcast. I'm not sure if he listens to the podcast. His name's Johnny, um, but he's um, he he just does like this uh, kind of like these solo piano uh, um, like uh, pieces on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like you know, some of them are kind of emotional, some of them are sort of cinematic. Um, but he's he's really good at it, and most of them are just like solo piano pieces. He's got about he's got about thirty thousand subscribers on YouTube, and I was kind of just curious like look listening to some of his tracks and then I, I saw that he has like a link back to um to just sort of like uh like this really simple website that he set up through Wix where you can license the track for your commercial projects and then beyond that he's also um selling sheet music to uh to some of these awesome. songs and I was like that's really smart you know yeah. and uh I think it's it's like anything on YouTube it takes a while to get the traction going but dude I mean some of these some of these um <clears throat> these videos that he's putting up have got like a lot of views man and a what we haven't even talked about as i'm sure he has spotify links as well that's it that's exactly and it Apple you know links and all that stuff and that, this gets back to the very tenets of the make music income channel which is you have to think multi-use you can't just think i'm going to put this up upon five and i'm done yeah no you have to put up this to first of all the easy simple quick thing is to go ahead and put it on spotify or you know use put it on distro kid and just get it out to all the things totally um uh make sure that is on your on your uh catalog all of your catalog things that people can find but why not put it out there for legacy sake more than anything if your family wants to know what kind of music you make and you've been just putting it upon five and motion array and whatever you can say, yeah, go to my go to my Spotify, and I know a lot of people on our Discord are talking about, you know, making income from DistroKid, and they they know when they're going to get paid in a very similar way to the way you get paid or I get paid from Royalty Free Library. So <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. that's a no brainer for what you should be doing with your licensing music. Yeah, although I did hear a story this week on on uh, from somebody I, I can't remember who it was, but he said that he he asked Amuse, which is the uh, distributor that Dave uh, Dan Barracuda uses, yeah, and he asked uh, Amuse, uh, "Is it okay if I?" Because he was trying to test them out as a as a content ID per- place as well. And he says, "Can I put, you know, the things I'm putting out to my stock libraries on Amuse, and will you push that hard with your content ID?" And they basically said, "No, why? We won't." And and second of all, they said, "Don't put your stock music here." Now, I, and I told him in the Discord, I'm like, "Why did you tell him it was stock music?" Just Put it up there. Don't say anything. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's like, what are they? Like, they're not. How gonna, are they gonna know? Yeah, they're not gonna know. You know, I that's put my funny that they said that. There. I, I put all my my folk pop stuff on on Amuse. That's the one I use for my one brand I have. Yeah, and just because I want to, I, I like to try different distributors and see how they work and stuff. And I like Amuse. It's very it's very clean and easy to use. Cool. But um, I have I I don't push the songs. Nobody knows they exist, so they don't get many plays. But um. I think Spotify should be part of your strategy. And probably if you're going to do Spotify and you do want it to make income, you're going to have to do things like Andrew Southworth 
talk about, and that is, you know, market them on on Facebook, even if it's for a, just a few bucks a week or something like that. You've yeah, got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Instagram, right? I mean, the uh, well, it, Facebook. It, when you market on Facebook, it does both. It does Facebook and Instagram because right, right. they're owned by the same company. Right. So. I, I'm when I had my like because I, I what I'm talking about here is in terms of adding throwing my my uh, you know doing these little videos and make uh, and for my uh, some of my stock tracks um, on YouTube I, I've gotten rid of that channel because I I fully didn't have time to and maybe that's at the end of the day I don't have time for this but um, <laughs> I, it, I, when I was doing it I had a, a tone den link and tone den yeah. is kind of like a gated link right like it, where they you basically it, you were allowed to download the track, but you had to follow uh, my playlists on on Spotify. And oh. I built up, you know, some of those. It was actually pretty effectively because most of the videos I put up on YouTube, we got like very little. They just didn't make an impact. Like they got like, you know, a couple hundred plays at the most. Um, and it was hard to, it's like, you know, like I've been saying the whole time, it's hard to break through the, the, the noise. But one video in particular um, was like this trailer track and it got like a lot. It got like 30,000 views or something like that uh in a pretty short period of time and i had a toned in link to download it people thought it was really usable and i built up the followers on uh, a couple of the playlists that i had like pretty effectively using this toned in link and it was totally free totally free to use um they just convert uh you know that whoever's downloading it to it to a, a follower and like building up your your playlist links is something that you can you can really monetize effectively over time um, and it's a way to, uh, you know, like if you, Andrew Southworth, will talk about this too. It's like, you know, if it's a way of leveraging your own music to get on other people's playlists. So like playlist trades, for example, like, you know, so if your music's going to work well for, for, uh, if, with, with one particular playlist, you can say, well, let's swap, you know, like I'll put your music on mine if you put mine on yours kind of thing. So, so it sounds like that toned in is a better use than distro kids hyper follow because toned in makes them uh if they want to download the song they have to uh they have to to like your they have to follow you on spotify which is helpful because then every time you put out a sp another spotify song they will they will get notified and things like that yeah i don't know correct? what the the hyper follow thing on distro kid does exactly because i haven't really it doesn't do anything except give you it it plays a little clip of the song uh-huh and then it has the links to all the stores. That's it. So it doesn't, yeah, I mean, yeah. So like, so Tone Den's a little bit more rigid in the sense that it, it actually like requires you to follow the 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 use the artist or the playlist in whatever. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of things you can do with the actually you can get people to follow you on SoundCloud. Look into that. Um, I, I built up my SoundCloud following using Tone Den as well, and it's totally free uh, to use it. Um, That's probably bringing you a lot of money. No. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. With my SoundCloud monitor, you can actually monetize SoundCloud, um, but you, you got to get ridiculous amounts of plays on it to, to get any kind of money. Um, the old label I used to work for uh, monetized SoundCloud. I can't remember what they it was a It was a main thing for certain, and for still for certain genres, it's a it's a popular. It still, you know. it still survived. Yeah. It was a yeah. time there where it was like, I'm not sure if it's going to be around much longer, but uh, they survived. Um, but anyway, yeah, Tone Den has got a ton of flexibility built in. And then you, of course, you can pay uh for the pro version of it which does a bunch of different things and then um it also has like a uh marketing stuff integrated into it as well so you can you can create ads uh through through toned in um as well but uh 
yeah, the free, the free version alone can can um, you can actually use it quite effectively to build up uh, your um, your followers. Yeah, it's pretty cool. What's the other one? Toned in, and what's the other one? That uh, hype edit is the hype edit, yeah. yeah is the other one. I, I haven't looked into that too much, but yeah, I'm trying to think of ways like <clears throat> if if there was going to be kind of like a like a goal for next year, it would be to like you know just to continue to sort of brainstorm about ways that I can get my music out there uh, without the help of libraries. Not not that like you know I'm I'm upset about anything with yeah. to do with libraries i'm like really be. stoked um but but ultimately the goal um should be to make your music <clears throat> cut out the the people that get in between you and and the end user like you know like i don't know if <clears throat> i'm not sure how much of a how intense it would be to be in a situation where like say like the ashumalev um guy uh, he's got like so many people in his Patreon now and like so many people like downloading his music and using it. I wonder if he just spends like a lot of his time just clearing and whitelisting uh, channels. <laughs> like, you know, how, how labor intensive is that to do? Is it he's pretty easy? He's got it automated somehow. I wonder. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing we haven't talked about in this discussion yet is content ID. Yeah. Is that, you know, I think, um, <laughs> I think at the, at the end of this year, you know, we can we can maybe make our final uh, analysis about content ID at least for 2022 and talk about it for 2023 when we do. But it seemed like a no brainer for me so far this year. Um, I, I don't yeah. I don't see any reason not to put stuff in content ID. Like you <clears> said <throat> it recently with Dave, where you said you know what we talked about many times was that we were scared it was going to affect our. Are uh, especially motion array. We were we were mainly a, a scared it was gonna it was gonna affect motion array. Yeah, totally. And and you have totally proved that it absolutely doesn't. Uh, you've made more money than any and many people up that we know personally, and 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 many of those that you made money on were content ID songs. So people are yeah. obviously not worried about it that much. So no, for sure, for sure. Uh, I was skeptical about content ID right up until like the last statement, but there's just been exponential. Uh, growth uh, on it. I mean, there's just every time I get a statement, it's just like, it's it's a it's like hundred percent or more like uh, like uh, uh, <clears throat> detected videos. So I'm yeah. hopefully it just keeps getting better, man. You know, I think I'm mine, hopeful about it. Mine has gone down in how much I'm being paid, but doubled or tripled in how many libraries that uh, how many videos it's finding. So I think right. it's just continuing to find them. And uh, I had one take off and pay me a hundred dollars a you know, a month there for a while. So, um, it can happen. And, uh, there's a lot of rules where, where you could get thousands, a hundred to thousands, maybe millions of plays and you don't get paid a dime because it's a marketed video or right. it's, it's cleared right. or whatever. So you're going to have to be prepared. But a lot of people on our channels, they always say, I wish I could see where my music is being used. Well, Content ID will show you the video that your stuff was used on and you can go watch it. And, and you could even use that as a demo uh, on your site. You could, you know, say, hey, here's a, here's some of my music in use if you like the use of it. Yeah. So I don't, I just don't see any reason why you probably shouldn't be doing Content ID right now. And I truly believe, and, and that story about Amuse uh, really brings on my my thoughts that you need to get a, a company that is an absolute focus on content ID and not just a side thing, sideline thing. How in the world could Amuse, but not even Amuse, let's talk about DistroKid or CD Baby, which have hundreds of thousands of people in there. How can they pursue the content ID for all of that 
know, the, right? with the same kind of, of vigor that a company only focusing on content ID does. That's I mean, they exactly have too much other stuff right. To That's exactly right. I, I I tend to think the same thing. Kind of wonder Not, how many tracks are in the uh, identify uh, database. Though. I think Song Trader does a better job than than some of those. I mean, uh -huh. I, if, if I was, you know, because I've I've seen stuff from them in Content ID when before I switched over, uh -huh. and uh, they were they were concerned about it, but they also juggle a million things they do. I rather would just find it's like going to YouTube. Yeah, I YouTube just does long form videos. That's the main place that does long form videos. What else? What other place is there? I'm not going to fool around with long form videos, even if Instagram lets me put them on there. People go to YouTube to watch long form videos mm -hmm. and now shorts too, but, but mostly still long form. I think if you do uh, anyway, <clears throat> but um, yeah, I think we're rounding up the list of what you need to do with your licensing outside of licensing and um, any other thoughts you had besides the ones you've come up with. No, I can't. I just, I'm just focusing on YouTube here. And, and so the here's potential. my list. Here's my list and not necessarily in this order of importance. You go ahead and put your stuff in the libraries. I mean, what other library, whatever libraries you, you deals you you get, and and they and they work for you, hmm. do that. Obviously, we're not even talking about if you should put your music in libraries. We're not talking about skirting libraries and going doing other things. Yeah, go ahead and do the licensing. It's not that we don't agree with licensing. Second for me though is Spotify and putting everything that is on. And I'm bad at this. I'm trying to get this stuff out. Is put everything on Spotify. Um, with certain exclusive deals, you might have to be careful about that. Um, right. If you're with Artlist and there, you know, there might be, uh, you not mean you might not be able to do that yourself, or 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 with an exclusive library, they may want to do that. But yeah. for the most part, my all my exclusives so far are uh, I'm getting ready to sign with a new one, but all of them say they don't care. And so I put it all out there on Spotify, and uh, not that it's making a lot, but I'm not. I think if you're going to do Spotify and you want to make income, we are talking about marketing ideas for how you could market your licensing songs. Well, you have to market your Spotify as well. You have to market your Apple and you have to market that through uh, Facebook, Instagram, I think is probably like Andrew teaches. Uh, I think that's probably the best way to do it, but even better than playlist uh, companies where you, you know, you buy you buy your way into playlists and things yeah, like that. I think yeah. it's smarter. I'm, all, I'm a little skeptical of those for the most part. I know there's a couple of like reputable. Um, Submit Hub but... is probably the most reputable one, you know, I, I would think, but there's people with stories about that. Right. After, after Spotify and DSPs, I would say YouTube. And, and, and if you could figure out a YouTube Patreon situation, maybe or if you have a website where you can collect that with people yeah. and 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 be able to uh do deals through your website with people directly and then content id which it kind of is is a uh especially if it's stock stuff that you have in libraries it should be going to content id as well also as we've learned another thing it should be in your pros people ask me all the time should i put my stock music in pros and I now absolutely know the answer to that is yes, because I had an audio jungle download be used in a television show in the U.S. and I got paid on my PRO state on my BMI statement for mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So it needs to go in there. It, yeah. it, talk about not going to a middleman. I mean, I guess in some ways BMI is the middleman, but they're the people who collect the money and you get that money. Uh, so um, I think it needs to go in your PROs. Some people ask if it needs to go in Sound Exchange or MLC. Um, 
Probably not because MLC only collects from Spotify. Um, so you should probably still be in MLC and, and sound exchange, but that's not really what we're talking about here as much. I don't think. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm going to, I'm going to tinker around with some ideas um, and maybe, I don't know, start something, start something else on YouTube. I just think YouTube has got so much potential uh, for, for like organic free marketing uh, for your music. If it's done right. Uh, I know it seems like it's oversaturated and, and it's like a crowded place, hard to mm-hmm. break through. I don't um, think I don't think that at all. And I think yeah. um, I have at least three or four brands that have YouTube videos. I just started. Right. I just put two of them up to DistroVid today. You know, there's a new thing Distro that DistroKid has called DistroVid. Oh yeah, where they put it up to your. They make your own Vivo channel. They oh. put it up to Apple Music, where you, people can download the videos or watch the videos on Apple Music or download them from iTunes. There's a few different things that they offer. I'm kind of doing a test of it, and then they've sponsored me to do a video on it. Cool. So I'll be talking about that soon. But um, I I have, you know, my Player AJS channel has its own YouTube. My Quiet Soul Piano has its own YouTube. It's just taking the time to make the videos for all the songs is the thing. Yeah, right. You know, because we already have enough trouble making videos for our own channels much less making videos for each song we write which are legion throughout the year you know i i probably have 60 to 100 tunes that i've pumped out this year you know and written and put out in different ways um yeah that's great just to get those done was enough much less do a video for each one yeah that's that's the thing that's where that's where i always come come up against the the, the, the it's the problem of like the time management you know like, i want them to be artistic and beautiful and yeah. not just a picture that someone has to look at for three minutes you know <laughs> yeah 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 well i gotta i gotta get in touch with Artlist and see if uh, they can give me a discount on the art grid stuff so that i could use some uh, some, some sweet stock footage for my uh well i have in my elements YouTube yeah, yeah Vital I, Elements isn't bad. It's not bad. I had a, a, a subscription to them for a while. Um, I feel like you just have to be careful and pick the cinematic things. I find. Yeah. Right. Right. Because there are some terrible things, and and sometimes I just use pictures and do some some movement on the real on a real beautiful high res picture. Yeah. Right. And that is nice too. So totally. Um, I do a lot of these kind of lyric videos and picture videos for clients. So uh, it's a little too much like work for me because. <laughs> Usually if I have to do it, uh, but I, I've, I've also found people on Fiverr and on, uh, Upwork who can do that for me for 50 bucks. So is it worth it to pay somebody 25, 50 bucks and get a video done for you and you be able to throw it out there on your channel and, and push it. Again, that's money going out versus money coming in, but um, yeah, yeah. 25 depends, bucks, yeah, that'll add up depending on how many videos you want to do, I suppose. But I uh, could be worth it. You do yeah. one a month, you know. You do one a month, That's yeah. Not too bad. I might, uh, that might be where I start one a month. <laughs> See if I can get 12 videos up next year. So, yeah, there is more that we can do with our, with our songs that we're putting into licensing. And if you're watching this and you're not doing licensing, hopefully you've started down another road. Maybe you, you've gone to Spotify first. Or you've gone to YouTube first, and yeah. then you you might need to be making the the move to put your stuff into libraries. We meet all the people all the time on our channel. Says, you know, I've been doing music for years, and I just heard about this licensing well, thing. That, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. Is that like you know a couple of these folks that reached out to me, 
they're mostly the reason they reach out to me is like is just to say that they discovered my channel on YouTube and they're like, wow, I didn't even realize that this licensing stuff even existed. And I'm really excited yeah. about it because it's this extra, um, you know, it's this potential uh, revenue stream for me. And I've already been killing it on, you know, YouTube doing my thing and just and yeah. Spotify. And like, you know, I'm, and I'm in like the opposite side of the uh, of the boat just being like, oh, damn, I want to be doing like more of what mm -hmm. you're doing. So it's like it's like a trade of uh, trade of ideas. And it's, it's really cool that people reach out and uh, and just to, just to say hi and tell me um, that those kinds of things, I really appreciate it. Yeah, again, making music income on all fronts is the key. That's the, and, that's and, the goal. I, I yeah. continue talking about it on my channel um, because only because it's true. Um, I don't make money. I, I couldn't live off what I make from stock, or and certainly not from sync right now. Um, so I have to have other music incomes that, yeah. that all pay into the thing and, yeah, right. and and make it all go all right well i think we've covered that pretty good if you are in licensing and you are wanting to to stretch out we've we've opened the door for you here and talked about a lot of things and uh you can find other videos on my channel and steve's channel where we talk about different things that we do and uh and 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 offer those things but uh, I think that's a pretty good list of things. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Check out some of the resources that uh, Eric's got on makemusicincome.com. They're going to be very helpful for you for getting organized. And uh, if you want to um, invest some time into uh, improving your production shops, check out productionmusicacademy.com. And uh, I guess that'll that'll do it for today. Being a good talk. All right, everybody. Have a great week. And we will talk to you next week. Absolutely. See you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B Production Music Academy and Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.